Hello, Shockers. I'm Courtney Marshall. I'm President and CEO of the Wichita State University Alumni Association. It's my pleasure to welcome you here today to today's Shock Talk Career Chat. Today, we're going to be talking to alumni that are working in the journalism field. We've got three ladies that will be joining us. The first one is Kylie Cameron, who is a 2020 graduate and a digital producer with KWCH 12. The second is Shelby Kellerman, a 2016 graduate and a reporter with the Wichita Business Journal. And we've got a third that is not going to be live with us today, but she was recorded with Tate Blanton, who is also behind the scenes today. And you'll be seeing that as well a little later. So ladies, thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me. Good to be here. Yeah, no problem. Thank you. Well, we are delighted to be talking to you today. The point of the career chats is to just really talk to alumni and find out, you know, what career path you have taken and how you got there and see, you know, what at Wichita State was really important and impactful to you and what really made you feel like you were prepared for your field. So Kylie, I'll start with you. Was there one class or experience during your time at Wichita State that really impacts you today and that you really feel like that class um, really helped you out? Working from the Sunflower, um, that definitely really impacted not only you know my career, but my college career as well. Um, and it really got me to where I am today. It's where I made basically all my connections um, here in Wichita and, you know, based really how I got my job um, now, even straight out of college. Um, so that's really nice, especially during a pandemic when, you know, so many other people were worried about getting a job, you know, um, the sunflower and the connections and the people that I met during that um, really helped. Shelby, what about you? Was there an experience or a class that you really look back and you're like, I'm so glad I took that or um, something that really impacted how, where you are and how you do what you do today? Yeah, absolutely. I think Kylie and I probably have the same, so very similar path, but besides the sunflower, I would definitely add that, um, well, and it's no longer actually a class, but the Flint Hills Media Project, which was around when I was a student there, um, it was a summer course that put students um, out in the Flint Hills to cover a yearly event called the Symphony in the Flint Hills. And so um, we were all tasked with writing stories and taking photos and shooting and editing video. And at the end of that, we would put together a print magazine. Um, so it was a really good way to get real world experience um, and actually, you know, produce work that was published somewhere, you know, whether that was online or, or in print. Um, so yeah, definitely that class. And, and even though that doesn't exist anymore, really any class at the Elliott School um, will put you in the field. I mean, you're asked to write stories in the reporting classes and actually interview people, you know, same with um, some of the multimedia classes, you're, you know, shooting and editing real video. So um all of them kind of accomplish the same thing at different levels, but um, definitely the Flint Hills Media Project and then my experience with the Sunflower as well was super critical to my career. Great. So talk about, was this, was journalism what you wanted to do? Did you always know that this is what you wanted to be? And, and was this your career path your entire time at Wichita State? Or um, did you have to switch things up and figure this out by taking a class? How did you get to where you are now? Kylie, you want to start with that? Yeah, um, actually, I kind of had an interesting path. I 
was really interested in not only just journalism, but also politics as well. Um, so my freshman year, I had a very, very brief stint um, working in politics. Um, I had a small internship here in Wichita um, doing field organizing and just talking to people and recruiting volunteers to work on um, campaigns and phone banking. Um, and that was in 2016, which was a huge year um, to be able to do that. So that was really fun. Um, I ended up getting an internship in Washington, D.C., um, where I ended up working on a press team, um, which was also a lot of fun and, you know, amazing experiences, um, very historical time. Um, because it was the first year of the Trump administration. Um, and so just a ton going on in that city all the time. And it was awesome. Um, but, you know, the next year I kind of realized um, politics wasn't necessarily what I wanted to do. Um, I, you know, I had a ton of fun doing it. I met a lot of really great people. Uh, but journalism, journalism was really where my heart lied. Um, it's where, you know, I decided I was actually good at this um, and it actually made more of an impact and had more of a positive impact um, on, you know, everyone's daily lives. And, you know, it's better to inform people um, rather than, you know, set policy and, you know, um, stuff like that. <laughs> sure. So what about you, Shelby? Yeah, I think I'm I'm actually unusual in the fact that I did know that this is what I wanted to do. I don't think a lot of people have that path these days. But yes, I, um, in high school, actually enrolled in my um, high school newspaper class as an elective when I was a freshman um, and kind of just fell in love with it. I was always a reader and a writer growing up um, and always enjoyed, you know, reading the Wichita Eagle every morning with my parents. And so um, once I started taking that class and, and doing the work and starting to actually meet, you know, professionals in the field, um, I realized that I was okay at it. And so um, decided pretty early on in high school that that's what I wanted to study and um, went on to the issue to, to study journalism. So I kind of have, I think, an unusual path, but it was easy <laughs> that way, I guess. So if you were to go back, um, is there a class or an activity that you would have gotten involved in when you were at Wichita State? I know, Kelly, you just graduated, but um, would you have done anything differently or joined a group or would there be anything you would change? Um, there's probably two things I would change. Um, the first being I would have definitely um, taken, would have liked to take um, the Flint Hills Media Project. You know, every summer I would always be like, okay, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And then something would come up or like I wouldn't be able to do it or I just would like psych myself out and I wouldn't do it. And now that it's not a class, you know, I very much regret it. And, um, you know, I really hope that it is able to come back um, because from everyone that I know that took that class, it changed them it made them a better writer, it made them a better journalist, storyteller, whatever it was that they wanted to be, they became better at it. Um, I think the second thing was probably just not growing up so fast maybe and actually enjoying my college experience. And, you know, college is, you know, the time where you do focus on your career and your classes. But sometimes I felt like I took that a little too seriously and just didn't fully enjoy my time at Wichita State. Um, but, you know, I'm still here in Wichita, so there's still a ton of people um, here that I can talk to and relate to and stuff like that. Shelby, what about you? 
Yeah. Um, gosh, I think the thing that I did some of, but I would wish I would have done more of, and my maybe biggest piece of advice for current students is to really um, take every opportunity that you can, because you never know what kind of job you might be applying for after, you know, after you graduate. Um, and so, and that's the beauty of the Elliott School is that you are exposed to, you know, video and, and photo and designing and um, editing and all different kinds of things. And so, um, and I dappled in a lot of that, um, but I probably threw myself maybe a little too heavily in, in writing uh, because there were jobs that I was applying for um, after graduation that were, you know, social media type jobs, um, video editing type jobs that I really wanted. And I had some clips, but, um, you know, as much as you can really try to dapple in a little bit of everything, whether that's the classes or, you know, working at the Sunflower, um, your internships, like going to your bosses and saying, hey, I want to make sure I get experience. And, and even in journalism, like exposing yourself to different kinds of beats. Um, within, you know, your newspaper career. And so, you know, I did get to do some cops, you know, police reporting and some government things, but I wish I would have done more of the government and more of the business because that's what I cover now. And so it would have been nice to have been exposed to those things earlier. So I wasn't, you know, as vulnerable and as less experienced in that now. So. Sure. Sure. So you both have kind of touched on this a little bit. Um, talk about networking in your career now. You're both still here in Wichita, but you both took some classes and, and were a part of things that um, took you to different places and experienced some different things. How has networking been impactful to what you do today? And um, do you wish you would have done more of it? Or do you think that you had great opportunities while you were a student? Or, you know, what would you say to a student today that's looking at a journalism career in the future? Shelby, you want to start with that? Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, networking is is a really critical part of, um, of this career and probably a lot of others. But I think it started for me in high school, actually. Um, you know, anytime that a professional would come in and speak to our class, um, I would always try to introduce myself, um, you know, get a card from them. Oftentimes they would invite me to come shadow them. Um, and that's where I first started to make connections with the Wichita Eagle, um, which ended up coming in really handy whenever I became an intern um, later, you know, at WSU. And so I already knew the editors there. I knew a handful of the reporters and they knew who I was. Um, and so that just lends itself, you know, down the road whenever you're looking for a job. You know, when I graduated there at the moment, there wasn't a job at the Eagle available. And so I ended up um, taking a job in Florida, actually, and worked for a newspaper there for about three years, which I think is unusual because I didn't know anybody there. I think that's kind of an exception. Um, but I still had, you know, the clips and the resume and really good um uh, references that I think paid off. So, um, yeah, knowing, you know, who's who in the professional world, uh, where you want to work is super important. Great. Kylie? Yeah, I would, you know, I totally agree with all that. Um, you know, the reason why I actually came to Wichita State was through connection. A friend of my high school journalism teacher, um, you know, worked for Wichita State um, for the basketball team. And so, you know, he was like, you need to go to Wichita State. And so, you know, I came here and then I made connections, um, you know, starting when I worked at the Sunflower 
um, just with the professors and stuff there. Um, and once I started getting more and more involved, you know, they would refer me for internships and stuff like that. Um, and that's really how I got my job that I have now, um, straight out of college. Uh, you know, I just literally randomly got a call in like, I think it was like April, I think. Um, and you know, the news director at channel 12, you know, just called me. It was like, Hey, like I'm with channel 12. Like, do you want this job? And I was like, well, I don't know exactly what that job is, but you know, tell me more about it. And maybe, you know, she told me more about it and I loved it. Um, so, you know, I just applied for the job and, you know, I, I was referred, um, uh, to that job from an old boss of mine, um, at my internship, um, the summer before. Um, and so just really keeping those connections and just, following up with people, going and grabbing coffee, breakfast, whatever, like, it's just really important. And I would say, like, the journalism circle here is, like, super small. You know, there's not a ton of journalists here in this town. Um, but that shouldn't steer you away from working in journalism here. But, you know, it's just, you don't want to burn any bridges, and you just really want to just keep up with your contacts. You know, just sending a simple email, just being like, hi, thinking about you, whatever. You know, it really goes a long way. Great. Yeah, I think networking is key no matter what stage of career you are. Um, in, in this community is not that large. And um, so I think that that's uh, really smart to, you, you mentioned not burning any bridges. That's always good advice. So, um, so talk about just your day-to-day -day workflow and what what is the things what are the things that bring you the greatest satisfaction in what you do? Um, what's a typical day? Things like that. Um, Kylie, you want to talk about that? Do you have a typical day or um, is there one thing that you just, you love about your current job or things that you've done that were really exciting that you want to share? Oh gosh. Um, I don't know. My typical day to day, I actually work on the morning show. Um, so I'm the digital producer for the morning show. So my day starts bright and early at four in the morning, um, which a lot of people hate, but I actually really love it um, because then my day is over. My work day is over by like, you know, one, two o'clock. Um, so then I have the rest of the day to do whatever it is that I want to do, whether it's, you know, go say hi to a friend, run some errands, appointments, whatever. Um, but, you know, I really do <laughs> enjoy that morning time. Um, I think just the most you know, satisfying thing about this job is just one, I'm doing something that, you know, is worth it. I'm doing something that I actually love and enjoy. You know, it's not, you know, every day now that you get a job straight out of college in your degree, you know, sometimes you have to really work up to it or you have to do, you know, some sort of odds and ends before that. Um, and I'm lucky. Um, I really am, um, especially when it comes to working in journalism and stuff like that. This isn't a career that you kind of get into because it's easy anymore. It's really hard. Um, and I would argue it's probably always been hard. Um, and it's probably been, you know, one of the most important times, you know, to have a reliable source. Um, and that's just the most satisfying part of just being a journalist and stuff. Um, you know, you get a lot of nasty comments. You get a lot of nasty emails sometimes. Um, but, you know, seeing those comments from readers or, you know, whoever that 
have read your articles and they'll email you and be like, Hey, like, you know, this really helped me, um, you know, do X, Y, and Z or really impact my life or whatever. Like that's what makes it worthwhile. You know, all those really, really hard days, you know, just those small little emails, knowing that I'm making a difference in some people's lives or just informing them, like just really makes it satisfying. That's great. Shelby, what about you? Yeah, yeah, I mean, all of those same things. I mean, the day-to-day, the good thing that I, the thing I like about journalism is that the, every day is different. I mean, you're reporting on different things. From one day, I could be writing about, you know, a single mom starting a small business and then the next day or, or the same day even interviewing, you know, a bank executive or something. Um, so I love that part of the job. But, you know, to echo what, what Kylie just said, it's really important for me to, you know, inform our readers um, and and help them be, you know, citizens of their community. Um, you know, I want them to feel knowledgeable about what's happening in their community, whether that's, you know, where they go out to eat for dinner that night to support a local business or, you know, who they elect in the next election. Um, and so it's a big responsibility that journalists have to try to inform their communities. Um, and the other thing, too, that I think is really satisfying to me, and doesn't happen with every story, but anytime that you can, um, you know, tell someone's story um, and, and expose readers or viewers to someone else's life, you know, put them in someone else's, sho- in someone else's shoes for a moment, that's always really satisfying. Um, I think people, um, that's how they learn about other communities, you know, whether or not they look like them or come from a different, you know, socioeconomic background. Um, readers learn more about the world by by reading good journalism or watching good journalism. So I think that's a really important part of what we do as well. So talk a little bit about this world that we're living in right now. Um, I actually have a journalism degree as well. I majored in public relations and political science and um, the world's changed a lot since I graduated from college, but um, talk about just all the different platforms that are out there with um, social media and, and, you know, you've got all this information coming at you. What are deadlines like for you, um, you know, researching and, and getting um, um, sources and, and, and what, how you, you haven't been in the industry long enough to, to necessarily know how it's changed, but I'm sure you're very aware of the fact that it has changed and evolved and just that um, necessity to, you know, get things out, get content out quickly. Um, how, how does that impact your day to day? Because I would think that it's very quick and you have to, you have a lot of pressure to produce. So you want to talk a little bit about just all the digital platforms and all the, all the different ways that you have to be, um, able to, to produce information. Kylie, you want to talk about that? Yeah. Um, that's essentially what I do at channel 12. Um, so, you know, I basically what I do is just post on our social media, but I also manage our website and there's just so many ways that people, you know, um, consume information now. And it's insane to me, you know, uh, when I post, for channel 12, it's like, okay, I got to put this on Facebook, Twitter. Sometimes I have to consider, you know, is this worthy for Instagram? You know, not a ton of people get their news from Instagram, but that's still a channel that we have to maintain. Um, You know, sometimes you're, I know when I worked at the Sunflower, like sometimes our stuff would end up on Reddit 
and that would get us thousands of views, which was crazy, um, you know, for a smaller um, college newspaper. Um, and so it's just, it's really hard um, managing all of that, but also, you know, with all those different platforms come more and more misinformation. And I think a lot of journalism has become more of um, trying to combat this misinformation. I know a lot of stories that we do, um, you know, at the TV station is like, we'll get an email or a comment message, whatever, um, from a viewer and they'll be like, oh, so I heard this was coming out of here, whatever, you know, and it's just not true, <laughs> you know? And so, um, we just go out and we talk to those people and we're like, okay, like, is this true? Like, do you, you know, what is really going on here? Um, so that's really what our jobs is, jobs are now is really just combating misinformation, but also making sure that true factual information gets out there more than misinformation. Shelby, what do you want to add to that? Yeah, I mean, those are all really good comments. Um, my job at the Business Journal, so we we print once a week, but we are still very much a digital publication. So we, you know, publish daily content um, online. And so um, deadlines are intense, that's for sure. Um, and some days are busier than others. Um, but, um, but yes, I mean, anytime news happens, um, you are constantly battling between, you know, being first because you want to get information out early, but and you learn this in journalism school very early on, but that you want to be right. That's most important. Um, and so balancing those two things um, is just a constant, um, you know, analysis. And so, um, and every beat is different. So I cover real estate and development mostly. And so, um, you know, source development is a really big part of my job. Um, and the biggest challenge I always have is, um, you know, having information and that I want to publish, but oftentimes my sources want to control the timing of when that information is published. And so um, it's, it's again, the balancing act of, do I wait and try to get more information to make the story better? Or do my readers need to know this information sooner? And do I want to get it out early? So um, it's just a constant uh, balance and um, get better at it the more you do it and you learn from your editors. And so, um, yeah. That's great. It's great information, ladies. We're going to take just a second here and we're going to bring in Keisha Batman and Tate Blanton and bring in their recorded conversation to join this conversation. Thanks, Courtney. Like Courtney said, I'm with Keisha Batman of KSN and we're happy to have the opportunity to get a little bit of insight on your career. So first off, tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay, so my name is Keisha Batman. Um, I graduated from Wichita State in May of 2020 um, with a degree in journalism, well, mass communications with an emphasis in journalism, I should say. Um, I'm from Western Kansas originally from the tiny town of Ingalls. I'm sure you've heard of it. Um, it's out by Dodge and Garden. I grew up on a farm out here where I learned the true value of work ethic. Um, I got to work with my brothers all through my life and then uh, my dad as well. So we were raised on a farm and learned some very good values and it's kind of driven me to the point I am now. So can you tell us a little bit about what got you into the field and kind of what led you down your path? Yeah, so my, my journey started pretty early on actually. So it actually started when I was in high school. 
Um, I took a college speech class as a sophomore in high school. And I just remember going through that class and knowing that I really enjoyed public speaking. I really enjoyed um, being able to talk to people and being able to, you know, have a room, you know, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? I really enjoyed having people be able to listen to me and listen to what I said and being able to feel like I made a difference. And so throughout that and throughout high school, when I went through college speech, when I went through college comp and everything like that, I actually learned that I not only like public speaking, but I love writing. So when I went into college, I kind of had an idea that I wanted to do something in communications. It's interesting how you know, a pen and a paper can, you know, transform your thoughts. And so that's what I went into, um, went into college with, with that idea. And then when I actually got to Wichita State, um, I can't tell you how amazing my experiences were in my classes. I, the communication department at Wichita State is just amazing. And I'm not just saying that um, because I graduated from there. I truly think each professor that, um, that I took a class from really left an imprint on, you know, not only my personal life, but what would be my professional life after I graduated. You learn all these skills from, you know, professionals. It shows you not only what you can do better, but what you're doing right. And it really helped grow my journalism techniques and really helped me see what I truly wanted to do in the future. Obviously, you've learned a lot when you were at WSU. What are some skills or advice you have for students or, or young alumni looking to pursue this career and to have success all while communicating with the public? The first thing, it may sound cliche, but getting involved is so vital to figuring out what you want to do. And I'm not talking about just on campus. I think it's very, very important that people get involved in things off of campus, you know, get involved with other businesses, other internships that show you each realm of what you're thinking about pursuing when you actually do graduate. So for me, being in communication, I wanted to try numerous different, um, I wanted to try numerous different aspects of the communication industry. I didn't want to just focus on news. I wanted to focus on, you know, public relations and marketing and kind of all those things that you know, communication just is an umbrella over. So I actually did internships, you know, with the Wichita Thunder where I saw, you know, firsthand public relations and I saw, you know, um, management of events because I was also a sport management minor. And then I also did a news internship where I saw, you know, what it was going to be like to be, you know, on the news and what it would be like to be in that industry. And then, I did other things such as working with uh, Wichita State TV, which was on campus, but I got to see kind of the background of editing. So I did so many different things that helped me realize, you know, what I liked and definitely what I didn't. And that way I knew when I got out of college, you know, I don't necessarily like doing this, so it's not worth my time to pursue. I need to pursue something I was excited about and that made me happy. And I think the most important skill for someone getting into my industry in you know, in specific, but in any industry, honestly, is you need to learn how to communicate and communicate effectively, but also communicate comfortably. I think that is one thing that, you know, is kind of understood, but isn't really talked about a lot is you need to be able to communicate and be yourself, but still professional. And that is the biggest thing in my industry is you have to communicate 
every single day. And it's not just with your coworkers. Every single day I'm meeting someone new and every single day someone is trusting me to tell their story. So I not only have to make them feel comfortable, but I have to be comfortable and be true to myself as well. And you have to convene certain ideas to them and certain, you know, certain thoughts to them that, you know, not only make them feel comfortable, but, you know, you form that relationship in that short time you have with them. So I think it's really important that, you know, you learn how to communicate. And I don't think it's something that, you know, we we think about a lot when we're in the classroom because we're always behind a desk and we're always studying and doing those things. But when you get out into the real world, it's not, um, you know, getting graded on getting A's, B's, C's, whatever it may be. It's, um, you know, it's a real life job. And sometimes just talking can be your biggest advantage for sure. How do you interpret what is worthy of being a story and what you want to share with the public? Does that kind of make sense? Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So this is probably the one question that I had to ask myself when I first got into this industry is how do I determine what is worthy of a story and what people are going to care about? And I think this is difficult as a journalist in general, because there are so many ideas that you wouldn't think are worthy of stories, but they truly are. The smallest idea can turn into such an amazing you know, finished product. And I think that's the beauty of the industry. So I think when I look for certain story ideas and certain, you know, things to pick out about what I'm going to share, one, they have to be relevant to the people in our viewing area, but also they need to be able to relate to each viewer in some way or another. And that is so important and so vital. It can't just be a random story. It has to have a purpose. Is there anything you'd like to add that we haven't mentioned already or any high points you'd like to cover? A um, couple of high points, I think, for anyone, whether you're in communications or not, if maybe you're in a completely different um, degree, um, follow what you think you want to do. You, It may not be your first job that you love, um, and that's completely okay. We have our entire lives to fall in love what, with a job that we're going to do eventually. And I think the biggest thing is to love what you're doing because that's what matters at the end of the day is how you feel about the work you're doing and how you feel you are making an impact on the world. So I think that is most important takeaway of this entire conversation. And I think throughout this value your education, value those people that um, are leading you to where you are now, whether that's your family, your friends, or your professors. For me, it was all three and, you know, be grateful for you know, the college experience that you get. It's very important. And I'm very thankful for Wichita State and everything they did for me and everything the college did for me. Um, it's gotten me to where I am and I love it so much. And I just want to say thank you so much to the Wichita State Alumni Association, not only for giving me this opportunity to share my thoughts on my career path and my career opportunities, but to also maybe help, you know, a student that is curious about my industry or just curious about the real world after college and what it's really like. And I think the biggest thing is you can't go wrong. No matter what you do, you just have to keep trying. And that's important to remember. I'd like to thank Tate for recording that with Keisha and for Keisha joining us. And ladies, Kylie, Shelby, this has been a great conversation. And I just wanted to conclude with any kind of final thoughts that either one of you have. Um, anything that you want to add, Kylie? Um, I would say, you know, 
being a journalist now is a very, very big responsibility. And like I said, you know, people don't get into this profession anymore because it is easy. It's because they want to do it and they want to inform people. You know, um, I've had family members who tell me like, you know, journalists do this, reporters do this, you know, fake news, stuff like that. And it's, you know, it's frustrating, but, you know, just knowing that I'm informing the masses and I'm doing my job is, you know, what really keeps me going. Um, but really for those who want to get into journalism, I would also advise, um, and I talk to classes and just people about this all the time, you know, focus on your mental health um, while, you know, not only in school, but also when you're in your career field, especially in journalism, um, you know, you read and you report on a lot of really hard, really rough things sometimes. I know, you know, over the summer, there were so many deaths, so many shootings and stuff that, you know, I had to, you know, consume information about, write about, and that was kind of hard. Um, and it's especially even harder for those reporters that really go out there and like see those things. And so it's just important to really take care of your mental health and, you know, go to therapy or have some sort of support group or someone you can confide in that is outside of, you know, your workplace or something um, to really make sure that you're kind of all there and you're centered and you can keep going. Because I feel like a lot of people burn themselves out at a really young age, which is sad because then, you know, later on in their life, they probably think like, oh, what if I stayed or what if I did this, you know? And so just taking care of yourself is probably, you know, one of the most important things you can do in journalism. That's great advice, Kylie. That's great. Shelby, what about you? Yeah, that is really great advice. And I would also add on to that, that, you know, as I think also being a woman in journalism, you and, and probably really any career, you often doubt yourself and your abilities. And, um, you know, I have been thrown into situations or asked to cover certain stories. When I was in Florida, I covered hurricanes and, and brush fires. And, um, and uh, I was a futures reporter at the time. So I, you know, wrote about a lot more positive stories. And so um, I was oftentimes scared to to write the harder, you know, government type stories or, um, you know, the real estate. Whenever I had the opportunity to become a real estate reporter, I was terrified of that idea because I just didn't know that I could do it. Um, and so the thing, I guess my advice would be, you know, as a, as a woman in journalism, don't doubt your abilities just because it scares you doesn't mean you can't do it and you can learn how to do it. Um, and you just have to find the people who will help bring you up and teach you how. Um, and being resourceful and, and being curious are just all, you know, good qualities to have as a journalist. But, um, yeah, I would just say take Kylie's advice, take care of yourself, and and um, just trust your, your abilities and that you can learn how to do hard things. <laughs> Great advice from both of you. Well, Thank you for joining us today. Really appreciate you both taking time to join us and Keisha as well for recording with us. We just appreciate everyone that's joining us today for the Shock Talk Career Chat. This is a collaboration with the Shocker Career Accelerator and we just hope that um, you'll continue to stay connected to your alma mater and continue to do great things, ladies. So thank you for joining us today. Thanks for having us. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you.